Welcome to Two Rock Radio. I'm Jeff, I'm here with Steph, and we're coming to you live from high atop the ridge in the middle of a snowstorm. It's February 28th, and we are going to do a podcast tonight. Not really sure what about, but it's going to be fun. Hey, it's Jeff and Steph here at Two Rock Ridge Farm. As, as stated earlier. As stated earlier. We've had some developments over the, since the last time we did the podcast that have been some challenges to us. Um, first off, Steph, how are you doing tonight? I'm pretty tired. Related to the aforementioned challenges. And you absolutely deserve that. Um, I deserve being tired? You deserve being tired. Oh, because not of, if I deserve it. Well, but. no, you deserve it, but like it, it, you should be understood as to why. Um, that's your story. So let's just say it right on front. I broke my foot from the last time we did a podcast to now. At my other job that I work in the, the fire department, and I wish the story could be better. I really do. But it was, I got in the back of the truck that I'm assigned to. I got out of the truck, stepped down, and rolled my foot in the fire station and snapped a bone in my foot. Now, I had thought that I had just twisted my ankle. No big deal. Happens, whatever. But the t- I, until the until next day. The next day ended up okay it's not any better it was purple went to yeah yeah things are swollen ended up going to the doctors and got immediately sent to ortho and there were x-rays and i had fractured a bone in my foot like not even cracked like broke off so that turned into a whole thing of i'm in a boot i'm in a walking boot, cast, whatever you want to call it. Which just means he can walk without crutches or a walker or wheelchair. Right. Just he can walk on it. But I was told not to do anything. I can walk as in on a floor or Mm -hmm. solid ground, but that's it. I can't do anything extraordinary. Otherwise put pressure on it like driving. Just so happens it's his right foot. I cannot drive. So he cannot drive. No, no gas pedal, no brake pedal, no snowmobiling, no skiing, no snowshoeing, no stairs as much as possible. So this was something that we had never actually planned on dealing with in everything that we've done so far. Now we have downgraded no more pigs we got a few chickens the biggest thing right now is the cows and now we would steph i have my full-time job steph has her her outside job we both share the responsibilities here and it's worked out really well right up until now when now it's i can't get to do what i to help because that means no days off for me no days off for stuff <laughs> so she for the last two weeks mm-hmm. has been feeding twice a day mm-hmm. the eight head of cattle that we have man pulling in i know that eight doesn't sound a lot but when you have to feed them twice a day um in two different locations in two different locations and water them the twice same time twice a day in two different locations in two different locations and it's cold and all of a sudden winter showed up that means i'm chopping ice we went from when i did this to bare ground to now there's about eight to ten inches of snow outside mm-hmm. so and there was I, a little bit of ice right after or right before yeah i can't remember so the problem is now I am expressly grounded because I don't, we, we, you can't see where the ice is. Before it was bare ground 
or solid ice. You could see where the ice was, so I could avoid it. And I could actually kind of help a little bit. Now we can't even see where the ice is. It's just all snow on top of ice, which everyone knows. That's like, whoop. Yeah. Danger. Danger, danger, danger. So, Steph has been doing everything. I feel like a heel. It sucks. I know she can do it. It's not because I don't think she can't do it. I just feel like an ass because I'm not doing my part. It just means I'm in for a big vacation when this broken foot thing is resolved. So, we just wanted to talk about the fact that if anyone's doing anything like this, now, you need to plan for it. Plan for the chance. Because the hard part of this is, not only is the farm system of taking care of the animals not set up for someone who is, let's just say, slightly temporarily handicapped of being able to be mobile you can't our house is not set up for that when you build something we live our entire house is built on stairs there are stairs everywhere we have stairs mm -hmm. from the ground to the deck we have deck then you step from the deck into the house then you have stairs upstairs to the second floor you need to get downstairs through a spiral more, set more of stairs, stairs, more stairs. We did not plan on a such of an occasion to happen. We designed our house when we were young. Yes. <laughs> Didn't think about these sort of things that might happen. So, yeah, that's that's also been a bit of a challenge. Right. Just even going in and out of the house. Now, this is not, I, we understand, this is not like, we, I, I have so many friends right now and relatives that have dealt with so many more, so much more worse, worse, so many worse situations yeah. that life-threatening type things. I have a friend right now, they just had a major fundraiser for stage three cancer. I can't even compare this. This is like a gnat bite. So so minor compared so to So minor compared to everything bigger else. Bigger problems. Right. Yeah. Everyone else has bigger problems. As far as farming and homesteading, this is something you should think about. It, this is just something you should think about. This is what we would level as somewhat of a mi mi minor to moderate, not major, mm. moderate inconvenience. Yeah. Of how we do and, and this is how we're dealing with it right now and we've learned some things we've learned some things that um, we'd never want to do again ever again we've definitely learned <laughs> some things to plan mostly me yeah <laughs> so right now i am for the cows retrieving hay from underneath the tarp and it keeps snowing and if it's not snowing it's icing and i have to pick up the tarp that is covered in snow or ice or whatever to, to get in there to get the hay the hard part of this that we learned was that we had a barn full of hay of over 400 bales of hay this is our lesson learned that we used first <sighs> we right. should have turned it around should have fed out the tarp hay first, first and kept the dry barn hay for later but winter was weird this year. It's it's almost March. March is tomorrow. And it feels like January. And in January, we still had hay in the barn. Yep. It we didn't even it didn't even it didn't even this whole concept did not even come close to us that we would think about this. Mm -hmm. If we could have if we had just used the hay under the tarp first from November through December, mm. it'd be flat and we'd be using hay out of the barn. Steph Which... could back the pickup up, toss hay bales out and drive it around to in the pickup to all the cows. Mm -hmm. It would so, be lesson learned on that one. Now she's walking down a very steep hill. Because it's icy. And pulling hay out from under a tarp that the hay under it is good but it's frozen down 
on both sides, right? Yeah, yeah. I've got about. Uh, I don't know because I, I, I haven't been down there for over two weeks. I, I have to back in because I can only get the tarp up about three feet off the ground with all the ice and the snow and the boards that were holding down the tarp. I tried a new thing this morning to do to put up a ladder to try to keep the snow off the tarp. Think of it like an igloo with the tunnel going into an igloo. That's what That's she's trying to create. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going in the tunnel right now. So I tried the ladder and the ladder was too tall for the tarp, given the snow and the ice already pinning the tarp down. So I had to compromise and rig up this whole system, which is sketchy at best. It, it's okay. But I don't feel like if the snow comes off the tarp, I'm going to be trapped under there. What we're lucking out right now, the snow that we're getting right now is January snow. This snowstorm right now, and this is what I feel absolutely horrible. Steph is not exactly a winter cat. She likes to be inside. She likes to be warm. It really can't be too hot for her she likes it hot she likes it's it warm approximately 78 degrees in here right now yeah in the summer when it is like stupid hot she likes being outside that is her jam that is her thing winter is my jam i like going outside in snowstorms it even if we didn't have to care of animals I like, I like to look at the snowstorms from the window reading a book with the wood stove so going pretty. i like being outside in it. it i find that's how my jam is I can't do that because of this stupid boot, boot on my foot. So now she has to do it. And now I'm watching my wife who chooses. I have offered to show. We have mechanical means to help her. She just chooses to do things on foot. It just seems safer to me. Like I can feel where the ice is and I don't have to worry about rolling over a machine or a vehicle. Just... It seems safer to me. To it, me, it is more work and it is more tiring. But it kills me that I'm watching my wife and my partner in this whole endeavor doing all this. And God love her that she is doing this without complaint, helping me. I want everyone to understand that not only is she doing her part, she's doing the normal part that she does, she's doing taking care of the chickens and all of that. She's doing my part of taking care of the animals, because even if I was going to be at work away down south for a while, I would set her up so that she didn't have to do all this stuff. She's doing that. And as I as we talked about, there are certain things that I can't like I can't put this boot on correctly myself. Mm. So in the morning, she helps me put this thing on. At night, we have this whole thing of, and making sure I can get upstairs, downstairs, this whole thing. So she's also taking care of me, which I hate. I absolutely despise, actually. I mean, he likes it when I take care of him, but like, this is a lot. I feel like we talked about this in another podcast about having like another a partner or spouse or whatever in your farming endeavors. Like, it's nice. But when you have- And so we're kind of at the don't have a partner stage because Jeff can't do it. So the only thing- Literally, I'm counting the things I can do. I took taking care of the dishes off her off her list. I'm taking care of the dishes. I can keep the wood stove going. As long as I bring wood in first. Because, mind you, this is also sap season. This is where, this is one of the things that we actually make money at. We have our sap time. So we had to reconfigure on a dime how we're going to do this. Now, I could be in our SAP building running the evaporator. That's usually Steph's job. She mm -hmm. runs a hot fire. She it's can, warm in there. I love it. She can run it. 
I'm usually the one outside in the elements, hauling in the product, getting rid of doing in the frozen sap water, pumping things in icy water and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's that's that's, not me now. Yeah. Um, It's been a difficult, I can't say it's difficult. It's been a change. Yeah, it's definitely a change. It's a change. It's different for, for both of us. Yeah, I think. Um, I've really realized a lot about how much she really, it really means a lot to have someone and to have her who doesn't even question what you need to do and be able to figure things out on their own. We could have planned better previous to this injury. Um, some things that we could have different. And we'll list those out. Um, yeah, we, we, we could have land, we could have done some things different. So probably the first thing is actually thinking about if you had trouble motivating around as in a broken foot or anything like that, how do you, how first off in like for us it's always how do we take care of the animals first so we'll deal with that what do you think we could have done steph what do you think now that you're because you're the one dealing with this what could we have done different to me to make this easier i mean other than the the tart the, right i feel like we're we're, we're okay it's it's still because our cows are in two different locations we're still traveling either way back and forth and when i say traveling it's like an eighth of a mile through our field yeah like it's not far it's not even on the road but the hard part it's in the winter that's 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 the difference it's like you have to sometimes you have to drive down our driveway get on the main road yeah go next door and that's often what i do is I will load up the hay from here, from the hill, into the truck, and then I'll drive down the road to go next door to the other cows. Just because that's safer to me than driving through the field that's all icy. We talked about that a little bit, I think, in our last episode about the angle of the field and the iciness and the biggest thing that, that is. the probably the biggest thing that we did do was we made sure water is available. Yes. Yeah. When we put in the, the hydrants, I can't even imagine yeah. this without having to, to make mm-hmm. sure wherever you have animals, water is readily available. Like within mm-hmm. the, the thought of hauling water to the backfield, to the belties, just my shoulders. You might be able to hear them. They're screaming right now. <laughs> the thought of carrying that much water. But so, we have a hydrant, so it's all good. So okay, it, it's good. It's good. So is there anything else do you think that we could have done planning-wise? As far as animals? As far as animals, even, and think about your chickens. I mean, like, I could we have laid this uh-huh. out better? Every year, the coop doors freeze. Right. And right now, every year. But I I fix that. They're not because I fixed that. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been keeping them shoveled out. We've been doing a better job. We learned our lesson last year. Yeah. About uh, icing up. So as long as we don't get like a huge like ice storm or a big rainstorm that makes puddles, chicken coops are all good. Snow is the problem. It's those stupid rainstorms with the ice. Yeah, where the water builds up on top of the ice, right. and then indoors yeah. and all of that. Yeah. I guess. I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, think about if there's two or more people doing a project. What would you do if one of them couldn't? Or half the people that you have doing a project instantly could not do something. Right. And that was certainly not something that we ever considered. considered we, we never uh, considered. Apparently, we're just ridiculous people. Right. Live forever. Well, we, well <laughs> we both, both have taken a, a lot of hits. I have fallen off myself. I have fallen off things. I've had things fall on me. I have fallen. I have mm-hmm. had 
things shot into me. I've, it, I typically have this, I'm 53 years old and this is the first bone that I have ever fractured ever. I have broken bones before, but I typically tend to uh, slip and fall on the ice very often. And my joints like to uh, sprain instead of break. So yes, we have, we've had our, our challenges, I think, but this is uh, this is probably one of the bigger ones. This is one of the bigger ones. And it's not just about, okay, now about the animals, humans. If you're, if you're building in a homestead situation or any type of situation, if you're building a house and you're building where you're going to live, maybe consider the fact, and this is going to be a long-term place where you live, maybe consider the fact of one floor living. <laughs> we have three. <laughs> yeah. And we need to be on three because our solar system is on the bottom floor, floor. and our living space is on the first, first floor, floor, and our, and our bedroom, bedroom is, is on, on the, the second floor. floor. But yeah, and like we've we've talked about it kind of in passing before about you know what are we going to do when we get old and we can't you know come up the stairs or you know, laundry's in the basement. What are we going to do about the laundry downstairs or. And what seems like a really cool idea, for example, our spiral stairs, <laughs> it really seemed like a cool way to save space and to install. And it, it is cool. There's no question about it. But when you're a little bit challenged. Right. So basically right now, Jeff has to go down the spiral stairs. One step at like, a time. Like a ladder like backwards, like he's climbing down a ladder because the widest part of the step is where his boot needs to go. And so he has to go down backwards, which is not a normal thing. It's, it's fun to watch. And it makes me angry every time I do it. <laughs> because then, and then think about wood. If you're using wood as an alternative wood source, Mm -hmm. and Luckily, we, we did have more or less relatively fixed that. Mm -hmm. We have wood that's one floor away, one set of stairs into our mudroom to be able to lug wood in. But that, again, we used to split that duty of mm -hmm. being able the, – the rule was every time you came in, if you just walked in the house, go to the wood bunk and grab an armload of wood, bring it up and put it in the wood box in the mud room. Mm -hmm. But now, now we're looking at days where I'm gone most of the day. So if I don't fill up the wood box, Jeff can't keep the wood stove going because he can't go out to the wood bunk because it's icy. So what does it actually cost us more because we have to run our wall heater downstairs off the off the propane. Okay to keep the house warm from freezing. Mm -hmm. So there no, are some no things, one likes the frozen no pipe. one likes the frozen pipes. So if you can think about contingency plans, that's, mm -hmm. I guess that's what. And that's only been joking for us in the past. Like now, oh, well, maybe we'll replace these stairs with a ramp, you know, when we get old or maybe we'll do a stair chair. We'll just put in one of those like single person elevators. That's kind of been where we are so far now it's not until now now it's not so much of a joke yeah uh transportation again i never actually thought about this and he loves to drive i i drive everywhere steph loves to ride it's been she navigates i pilot that's that's how it works we've done that for over 24 years of us being together mm -hmm. That's how it works. And now it's the opposite. And it is terrible for everyone involved. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> because but it's different. It it's is very different. different. It's an adjustment. Like like everything right now. It's just an adjustment. And I guess that's the thing is that you have to plan on 
also I hate driving in the snow. Right. That's it, part of it. Literally today, I literally would be out driving around because I love the snow we're getting now is just a general New England 1950s. You look out the window, it's snowing. It is nice. It is it's fluffy. Postcard. It's gorgeous. It's fluffy. But it, I don't want to drive in it. I have literally, I would be outside all after. There's no wind. It's just snowing. It's mm. just nice. It's snowing. I would be outside in it, doing different things, enjoying it. And I would be reading my book and drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> and I'd be so happy. Yep. But that's not how it goes. <laughs> so now we're planning on it. You, <laughs> We're planning on. Okay. And we. All of a sudden, winter showed up in Maine. It's snowing basically every other day this week with a large storm coming on the weekend. So we're trying to plan out how we... Because Steph will not drive in the snow. I hate it. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I just don't like it. And we have the vehicles to do it. But if I can avoid it... At I all costs. Will. She if would... I can prepare in advance to stock the house there's snow coming i'm at the grocery store getting milk and beer and bread and wine for the snowstorm like because, three days in advance because we have everything else we literally could survive here for months yeah on what we have for food wise here between what Steph has put up, between what we have in the freezer, we have everything that we could survive here for months. <laughs> the hard part is I love driving. I'll, you want something? I'll go to the store. I'll, I love driving. Because <laughs> I love being out in it. I've always loved this type of winter. Right now, this week has been the best week of winter that I can, in years, that I haven't been able to enjoy. I would love to get outside in it, but I can't. <laughs> and that's what- he, he does not want to read a book and drink a glass of wine. I want to get outside. I want to like throw my snowshoes on. I want to jump on my snowmobile and like make some, pa make some, and, and make paths for Steph to do her cross country. She will go cross country skiing. She does like to cross country. I do. When it's nice out. Like today. You would go across if you had. That would have been nice. Right. You just didn't have time because you were taking not. care of my Did broken not. ass. And yeah, if I tried to ski in the current paths that we have, I'd probably break an ankle because we had mud before it snowed. So I had, we had ruts in the field. I made, we had a bunch of snow earlier and I made her a whole bunch of paths that she could cross country ski or snowshoe, whatever she chose to do around all of our properties she could have gotten anywhere on her cross-country skis all that melted turned into mud and ice and frozen mud and ice big deep ruts and now we get all this stuff on top of it and you need to repack everything and i can't drive the snowmobile stuff is going to learn this weekend something that she is not a huge fan of we're going to learn to drive a snowmobile. So excited. It's very simple. We we're very lucky. I we had I feel capable. We we, we had a family, a family that we've been friends with, all the whole family. We were able to purchase a snowmobile from them that is a really nice snowmobile for very good price last year, and it's been perfect. It's been we used it earlier this year, it's been great. Um, we will, ha it was something that'll last us forever. And we were very lucky to make that happen. But now, but usually I'm the one that does it. Steph, and that's why I got this one. It's very similar. It's very easy to start and drive. So she just needs to be able to learn the alternative methods of mechanical means of getting to all the animals, doing different things. So she doesn't have to do it on foot. It would make me feel a thousand times better that I'm not a heel sitting inside watching her from outside. Also, for the record, I have learned so many new things. I learned how to drive a tractor. Never driven a tractor before. Yeah. 
So that was uh, what, three or four years ago. Yep. I learned how to drive our two tractors that we have. Yep. Still not super confident on with one the big of them. One. You're not right. But, you're not confident with the big with big blue. But yeah. I've never had driven a UTV before. Oh, you're that, you, that one's easy. Like oh, that you one. rip it's around like on that. Like you, you use that every day. That one's great. Yeah. And uh, last was it last last weekend? Yeah. Uh, roofed with our son. Roofed our sap house, <laughs> which is not the first roofing job that I've done. So we, out of this whole project, we but... want to thank right now. We have a list of people that have that we've had pe no, we have a list too, of people too many to name really right but. too many to name we have a list of people that and you always have those people well if you need anything that you 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 know need anything these people the list of people and they know who they are they've called every day or messaged us on facebook every day if you need something call us and we we're going to use that we are there's going to come a point when the sap season is going to turn back on, when maple season is going mm -hmm. to turn it back on, and we still got to take care of cows. And I'm still in, I'm out of the game for this, except for being in the sap house. We're going to use it. Thank God for them. And we thank you. So that's maybe like a little bit of advice too, like build Have a, your a network. community, your network of people. <sighs> that are willing to help you, even though it's not necessarily something that they plan to do with their lives. Because they're not going to get paid. They might get, they'll get paid in product and beer. That's what they're going to get paid in. <laughs> That's exactly. And they accept that. They know that. But if you need, they know that if ever they needed something. Yep. We're there too. We would be the first ones there. So that's one of the things is building a network. Because you can't do this on your own for something mm -hmm. like this. And, and we're lucky, too, because we do have a lot of family. Right. That are kind of on board with what we're doing and are excited with what we're doing. And, and I think they're willing kind of, to help. Right. You know, and it's it's not just our kids, but, you know, it's siblings. and. But like our son, who's a contractor. Um, our son is extremely busy. He works six, seven days a week. Um has his own equipment and everything like that and honestly to, we don't want to ask him because it's a little bit difficult like to fit in because not only he works for one company but it's then hard he to has, get on his schedule right because he has his own company that he works for and then he has side jobs that he does but he is a contractor who has i'm jealous of the amount of equipment and tools that he has but he has always said, if you really need me, call me. And last weekend, one of the last projects that I wanted to do this year was put a new roof on the sap shack before we started progress. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't get up there. So the day before Jeff broke his foot, we replaced our chimney mm -hmm. that had rusted out for this the evaporator. And that was perfect. Done. It was ready to go and good to go. And, and the only so thing the I needed to do thing on the list was, was the roof. Throw the roof on. And yeah. I, now I broke my foot literally the next day. Mm -hmm. Steph checked, got in touch with Mike. Mm -hmm. And he came over and we put, we did, the we roof. bought the materials and she said, yeah, I, I need you. There. I need you from here to here. She went, they went to, they went to the, the lumber yard, mm -hmm. got the materials, loaded it in his truck. We paid for it. He brought it here and in an hour, like in, cause this just, guy's good. Just, just over an hour, we were done with the roof. I mean, and Steph Amazing. helped. Mike's good. Like he's, he's really, really good. Like, and I know he went to another job after that because it was a Saturday afternoon where he wasn't at his regular job. I know he went to another job, but he fit us in for that particular time. It meant so much to us and like, he like it felt bad like normally i would be up there helping him and he's like looking down instead he's he stuck with his mother <laughs> <laughs> and he's on the roof of the sap shack throwing down this stuff he goes and, and, and it's like how do you want me to finish this on the edge do you want me to do this this or that and i'm like whatever you think he goes if i roll it and just tap it 
mm-hmm. he made an edge. Like, mm-hmm. do I'm sitting in the, the pickup, farm truck, the farm yeah. truck, because I could get down there in that. And and he's looking at me, and I know he's thinking in his head. The old man's just like he wants to be up. And Mike's just chuckling the whole time. And he's as he's driving screws into the, through the metal roof, <laughs> and his buddy is here with him. Lucky for him, it was not the first mother son project we have done. <laughs> we have done several, and he <laughs> so he knows what it's like to work with his mom. Yeah, no, our son is just, and if you just you if you picture a a, a northern Maine guide woodcutter. It, Long hair down, beard, just sinewy, thin, broad shoulders, narrow at the hip, on a roof, in his boots, driving screws without even looking, talking to me. And he has better tools than me. And I'm like, what do you mm-hmm. have in your hand? I'm like, he, he did let me borrow some of his tools. That was nice. That was nice. And because he, he, he brought all of his stuff, what would have taken us probably a couple, three hours to do. He mm-hmm. did an hour, loaded all of his stuff, went out, checked on his house lot, and then went on to another dog. It's, it's impressive. It's mm-hmm. one, yeah. we're extremely appreciative. Two, it's just really nice to really look at your son, who's. To, you're impressed. You're impressed with like, mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> right, and we've talked about our other kids before too. Like they're they're all great yeah when we really need them really lucky when they when we we don't abuse it no because they all have their own lives <laughs> they all like seriously they all have their own lives but when we really need them they will they will be here that's probably the biggest that's nice and the rest of the family as well mm-hmm. yeah not just our kids and not just the rest of our family but other people we know too yeah who volunteer to help us. Yeah. And we are going to pick it up on that because when saps, maple syrup for us is like our biggest moneymaker. And that's, and we need to make a, because it's, it's all vertically integrated. We have everything we need to do. So, and, but, and people are willing to come in and help and we appreciate. It's not like you can do it anytime you feel like it. It's a certain season. And, it's broken and literally that day is broken into it's running today and we need to stockpile now Mm -hmm. now now Mm -hmm. now (laughs) and we have people who are willing to like just i will drop what i'm doing to come help so yes building a network is probably something else that we don't know where you are on your your list of bullet points so the other the probably the biggest thing is like really thinking about what would you do if your arm was broke or your leg was broke how would you manage what you're you doing manage. yeah not in just this particular time of year but in the summer mm-hmm. when it's planting time or you have to go weed or the animals have to go to the butcher it's it's a lot a lot of things that for us is typically two people right you know like chickens i'll load the chickens <laughs> jeff will drive to the butcher <laughs> i will happily, haul i will happily, happily drive to the butcher with the chickens he will not catch any of them they fr- birds freak me out and my daughter is the same way i don't know why and so they're I little will... dinosaurs and all I picture is Jurassic Park. Fine. But I will help load the pigs, but I have not yet mastered driving, hauling a trailer. And I, and every, because every time that we have hauled animals to the butcher, there is some sort of mm. weather related catastrophe this year, snow squalls. Out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, years before it's been an ice storm mm-hmm. that didn't affect anywhere else in the state except well, our particular here. valley. 
driving oh. to where we needed to go. There was a detour this year too. For the oh, bridge. and this year we, yeah, part they of were the main road. They a bridge on our on the way to the butcher. Yeah, so and we, we had, had to take like, a detour. Yeah, like and not like fifteen miles. Fifteen miles hauling a trailer around with live pigs in it. Yeah, not a good time. No, I can drive in a straight line. I cannot back up a trailer. Nope. And all these uh, and all ugh. the detour was through all kinds of really crappy roads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, through a bunch of like different neighborhoods and curvy roads. And... Yeah. Yeah. But so, we, yeah. We survived. But I guess yeah. to, to wrap this particular section up is that people have driven skills. If you are down like us, basically, it's two of us that's running this particular farm. You need to have a plan that, God forbid, something happens to one of you. Mm -hmm. How are you going to maintain the system? And I guess that's probably the big plan on like how you're going to right. get. Have, have a plan B. Have a plan C. C. Plan have D. A plan D. D. We, we didn't have any. Of we, those. we didn't have any. Of the, <laughs> we made this completely up on the fly, testing what I actually could do, which ended up being nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I'm an idiot. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. It's but, the only time in my life, 53 years, that I had to use a ski pole to be able to probe for ice, take a step, probe for ice, take a step, probe for ice, take a step to get to my truck that I'm not even driving. That was after I shoveled also. Venting like this actually is helping me, yeah. just so everyone knows. Injuries are the worst. <sighs> Do not recommend. Outside the fact, I can't go to work. My regular that's, job. That's a whole different thing. We're not even going to go into that. I, I am a very dedicated person to my job. And I hate... They called me, my shift called me just before we were doing this mm -hmm. they called me at supper time when we would normally all be hanging out at the fire station talking and everyone just was there just to check in and i'm there and they were all checking not to blow i'm the lieutenant of the shift and i run the shift and so everyone that was i that works for me so to speak they work with me they i i literally am like i'm lieutenant but my shift is just like Matt, Jamie, Ryan. He misses his bros. Uh, like, yeah. Nick, it all the other, it's everyone else, all of my, yeah. That we, we work very extremely well together. We've been together for a long time on my shift and we have fun. We really do. We do a good job. I hate not being there with them. Which is another separate thing, I guess. That's another, another whole separate thing that another, I'll do. That I will do it. Partnership. That I literally will do a whole separate podcast about partnerships in your job. But we want to talk about something that's actually really positive that that we did tonight that we feel good about. To look forward to get past all this crap dealing with the foot, be positive. I think in the last thing, uh, last podcast we talked about, we are taking over <laughs> instead of sharing with another farm, we're managing the whole thing ourselves. We're still going to do our big pumpkin patch. We're just reducing the size of it and making it more surgical. So tonight, and we talked about the rest of it. We, we got to talk my bro brother with this and a little bit of history. Where we're building, uh, building, where we're farming my father and my brother this is in late 50s 60s they grew squash they grew a whole bunch of things um and it worked great jump ahead now my brother is in his 70s my father is gone he is we when we told him about the work taking over and we still want to do the pumpkins his brother he is so into this 
we're, we're reverting back to, and this is kind of a cool thing. How we're doing this is instead of commercial grade farming, we're going back to the 1950s, 60s, early 70s level of farm production because that's what we can do and see if we can do something with it. We have the equipment, we have the knowledge. And one of the things is it's actually making a good connection between me and my brother because he's really excited about doing this. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're going to fo still focus on fall vegetables, keeper vegetables and pumpkins so tonight um steph what we ordered what what did we order tonight so many things <laughs> uh just a variety of pumpkins and gourds and i think we did some corn yep and then uh for anna's anna's stuff we did some calendula and then kate of course next door your niece yep. our niece we're gonna do a bunch of uh sunflowers just for fun. Oh, and the corn, the fancy. ornamental corn. Um, mm -hmm. My brother picked out a, we, and using his knowledge is like through the family, he had, um, and we'll just say it, it's Harris Seed, which is an old, very old company. Mm -hmm. So he's made orders through them and he ordered particular things like Squash. Some, he loves the squash. He wants to do the squash thing. We're letting him run with it. Um, it's a very New England thing. Is the butter cup mm -hmm. that is the it's not my favorite? Squash. It is the deep green squash that looks. It's it's a deep green squash. It looks kind of like an acorn. Yeah, like acorn squash. Yep. But there's a bunch of different varieties. But that's the kind. It, it's the green skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That. On the other side of it, no one grows it anymore. We've had people come here to our farm stand and ask if we have some. So we, and the last time we had any was five years ago, four or five years, four or ago. five years ago. And we didn't even grow them. We went and there was a fundraiser for someone who would, uh, it was a different type. It was a fundraiser. They were selling squash. We went, bought out a pickup load of squash and then sold them and we paid for the fundraiser and then we sold them at our farm stand um, so that they, everyone could make some, everyone could uh, make some money for the, for the fundraiser. Um, this time we're growing them ourselves and we'll see how this goes. We have how many different kinds of pumpkins did you order? From the big ones, four? Five. Five. They're from the big ones down to the small ones. Maybe six. We also ordered three different kinds of corn. Mm -hmm. um, we've ordered, you ordered, and we have already seeds on hand for a lot of different things. And that already, that doesn't even include. Mostly for us, not right. necessarily for retail. But we also did not include um the sunflowers which you you want a ton of already have yeah so we can we're going to have a bunch of stuff it, that's the thing is like we're trying to narrow it down so that we can we're going to become a hay farm with surgical strikes for other types of garden things mm -hmm. focusing on the fall Right, but not like selling hay, hay farm. No, no, no. That all the hay is we, going to come we need here. The hay. Yeah, we need the hay. But we also included. Um, we have garlic in the ground mm -hmm. that'll come. We're going to do the flowers, the pumpkins, and then we're going to do herbs. That was another thing we're going to do this year. We're we're, mm -hmm. we're switching things around to things that are easy to manage. Mm -hmm. And it, this sounds like a lot with a broken foot, but <laughs> by that time, but by that time, we'll be good. And we have 
these are all things that we've wanted to do. We just didn't have the space, time. Now we have the space, time to be able to do it. And um, the licensing, like we want to be able to, Steph had to check into like, can we sell dried herbs? Like explain that. Mm -hmm. So Mima, which actually herbs, I think fall under federal law. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Um, but what I found out is that any like singular herb considered to be safe. So your regular rosemary, thyme, there's a parsley, like there's a huge list of things that are generally considered safe for consumption. You can sell as like single herbs without additional licensing is what I found. If you have found something else, Less please so. let me know. Um, because what we're trying to think of, like, it would be cool to have our own mix of different things, but we can't do that under licensing. So we're going to grow the different ones and let people do their own mix of how, how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're going to do surgical strikes with that out of raised beds out of up here. We're going to do, um, hot peppers. I've, I'm, I'm the one, I'm the one that is like obsessed with growing it started with jalapenos, but now I'm into like some different style of things of all the way up to very hot to very mild. And I want to grow these different things and dry them out and make, you know, be able to sell them for, for, for that sort of stuff for like different spices. Um, it's, it's, it's a different thing that we're going for this year. Again, we could never seem to like <laughs> keep mm -hmm. on a steady track. Just when we think we have, we haven't. Nope. <laughs> and we change things, but that's fine. Uh, and, and, I, and that's how you have to be. You have to be flexible, be ready to turn it on a dime. But we're really kind happy. Of the, the theme of this episode. Yeah. Um, we're happy with being able to do do these different things and give it a shot this will be the first year of us doing everything mm -hmm. on our own typically the ro the roadside frontage that everyone sees has been other people all of our stuff has been in the back this year we the front we the first time that us doing our thing will be very visible next to our farm stand next to our sap shack um and that's another thing that we changed instead of like trying to sell maple syrup through the season we're going to specifically save some to throughout we'll we'll sell it in batches um that we we're not going to sell it all out. we know we eventually will all sell it but we're not going to like just dump it we want to we want to spread it around with the rest of our product in our building. Um, do you think um, what were the what's the flowers that Anna wanted, Steph? Calendulas. Why? And I I don't understand any of this. This is Steph and Anna. So she makes infused oils basically to put into her salves. And I'm not sure Kalenja goes in anything else, but yeah, that's like a thing that she's been doing for a few years. It's kind of a lotion-y, soothing sort of product. She's going more into, she's doing a lot more soaps. She's doing salves. She does beeswax, beeswax wraps. And what's funny, I was not only, so basically what we're doing is we're moving. This has always been our thought is that if, as a farm, if you do the work yourself, take paying yourself out of it. And if you do the work yourself, maybe I was watching a couple of other videos um, from out West farmers of younger people our age and younger, like in their 20s. And they're talking about not downsizing, but using smaller equipment and doing surgical strikes and doing this and this and it's the same thing that we have been talking about instead of the commercial grade 
throwing horrible chemicals, all that sort of stuff on the ground, hmm. something that you can manage, maybe instead of having five mega diesel burning tractors, you have 10 smaller tractors that run on cleaner and just run them 24 hours. And like it, it very, it's following very close not, to what, not like 24 hours a day. Right. The total. But w w that's what we're talking. It's very close to what we're talking about scale stuff. on smaller yeah. scale with higher yield. Um, that's what, uh, if you look a lot of the things about even growing things like for NASA and stuff like that is knowing how to get a extremely high yield out of a very small area. Some of the things we're going to experience, it, it means a lot. If there's something about ordering seeds that says spring and says something new. So tonight when we were ordering those seeds and, and talking to my brother, he was on the phone. We were talking instead we're going through, it sounds stupid for people who don't get it, but it was fun for us. And like all of a sudden, it, and we set a, a, a target goal of how much money we wanted to invest. We came in $8 under, under, <laughs> under $8 under of what we wanted to spend. And that got us everything that we wanted to grow. And that's really kind of cool. When that happens, that's like a good sign. Because <laughs> you put stuff in the cart. Mm, I, you know, it, in this case, it does not give you a running total. No. Some places do. But in this case, it was not a running total. Nope. So we just kept so putting. just kept adding more stuff. And we're trying to figure out how many we need for this and everything else. Mm -hmm. And it took us, a, what, an hour and a half to for be able to. For the acreage and how many, right. you know, how many seeds we needed. For so each variety, it was, well, and we came up because we, we so know much math we, and math and yeah, and it, it was fun. It, and what was fun is my brother is old is 22, three years older than me. It was just fun. He, he, he and I talked in the span of an hour and a half. We talked three different times on the phone while I was on the computer, computer. trying to order seeds. <laughs> well, you could do They're this. Like, oh, it, you should get this. And you can. Get... <laughs> it was fine. It was fun, and it's a nice. It's a. It's a nice thing, and it's about being about. And I guess that's one of the things about this, from the broken foot to everything that we've been dealing with lately. We've family and friends have really like stepped up. Mm -hmm. It's sometimes you don't really know what will happen if something like this happened and we've gotten it, it, it's stupid it, it really is it feels good it really is by stupid he means great yeah to clarify yeah that you can actually believe in people mm -hmm. that's the thing um we had one lady tonight who we have yeah we were we've been great friends with for a while she moved away came back saw something messaged me tonight she know and the thing is she knows about cattle she grew up with cattle she knows how to handle even the particular breed that we have she mess she's living it's just nice that and yeah, i will take her up over right offered to help us and we will take her up on it because we're at a point where and even my job has been great. My job is great. I get hurt, whatever. We're, we're dealing with it. Steph's job outside of here has been even better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they really have. When I have to, you know, the, the initial day when Jeff broke his foot, I called my, my boss and I was like, I can't come in. I got to take Jeff to the doctor. So keep in mind that this day was uh, about uh, what 52 degrees yeah. and sunny yeah and uh she texted me back and she was like that sounds like a lame excuse but all right <laughs> she was joking yeah <laughs> but yeah i went in the next day and i was like it was not a lame excuse here's the pictures like, i know and i showed her the pictures of the x-rays and you know it was 
it's nice to have a good working relationship with people that you work with. And we both we, we both we both work in municipal. I'm at a bigger municipal. Step is at a very small municipal. Mm -hmm. But all of the what's really cool is that people that came in. They never, no one ever, I do a lot of stuff and everyone knows I do a lot of stuff and no one ever expects you to get hurt. And when she found out and when all these different older gentlemen that came in, came in, it found out that I actually gotten hurt. To where I work. One, they laughed, <laughs> which is some, some more than others, but some yes. more than others, which is totally, I would do not in a mean way, not in a mean way, but then they like, okay, what happened? They're like, oh, that sucks. And it's like, but what they all said to a T, everything stopped down. Like they stopped, like they grabbed staff literally by the arm and said, if you need anything and they meant it. Mm -hmm. A lot of them have farms too or have you know grew up on farms mm -hmm. or whatever they they know how much work it is and how much work it is yeah <laughs> no other way to say that no one. there's no you know no, no, how much work it is and how this sucks mm -hmm. and one of them actually had the same injury broken bone that i did mm -hmm. um other ones that it's just it's not when you find out literally in your community and i guess that's the big thing is like building a network of knowing of just people right should should you need it sort of a network or you, should they need it right sort of a network you can't do you can't i guess I mean, you you can do a lot by yourself as your own homestead or your own farm or your own partnership but, but at some point, at some point, you can't do it all. No. And, and is, you have to is, admit that, that is the lesson we have learned. And that is, and you have to admit that you have to admit, I can't do this all. Um, so be, you know, even if you're introverts and you want to be by yourself and everything, mm -hmm. make contacts. He's calling me out right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're an introvert, but you're not that kind of introvert. Right. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, as recently explained about the snow day. Yeah. I will stay home. I will not drive. Oh, I will absolutely. not see anyone and I will be happy about it. Oh, absolutely. Read a book, have the wood stove going, have music on, have a glass of wine. 100% my choice. Absolutely. 100% of the time. Yeah. Where I would be out and about and seeing people. But that, also part of my job is customer service. <laughs> but so she has to like find the balance. But no, we want to thank both. You know, and we'll just say it. Um, town of Scarborough and town of Washington. That are really supported us in mm -hmm. both this stupid Aspects, injury that yeah. is literally, it's just dumb. I'll be back to work. This will heal up. Trust me. He's very confident. I will be back to work in the shortest amount of time possible because I'm going nuts. Mm. It's a good time for everyone involved. Yeah. <laughs> if I could just, yeah. If there's a particular boot that I could put on that I can lace up to walk around without this big, I would walk around in a ski boot at this point. You can't do that. <sighs> Don't recommend that. But, but anyone who's had this injury, you can recommend something. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. And we will look into that for sure. But for safety. Um, no. So that is where we're at right now. I'm going to be cranking out because I have nothing else to do. I'll be cranking out a few more podcasts here. Uh, and they might be singular. Just me talking about different topics. About how I feel on different things. I can't be held responsible for anything that he says when I'm not present. Exactly. But no, it's as much as this has sucked. We we've kind of found a point where okay, we've been married twenty four years this year. Yeah. 
first time anything like this has ever happened, except for the time when she had to come home with a baby with her with, with was, a C-section. Like, besides childbirth, right? But we didn't have a farm then. We didn't have a farm. No, we were definitely consumers then. It was a whole different thing. We literally just. This is a new experience for us, and it's something you have to adapt to, and talk, talk, talk. Because if you feeling something, you need to tell your partner mm-hmm. what you're feeling, and it goes both ways: the injured party and the non-injured party. You need like, okay, you need to kind of like suck this up a little bit. What <laughs> did I say that out loud? Uh, sorry. Yeah. I definitely did. Um, yeah, getting a little depressed because someone, me, got a little depressed about the whole situation. So that's fine. It a couple of days, but no, there's a lot of communicate that you need to plant it. And this literally doesn't. If you don't even have a farm, this could have happened if we're just regular people living in suburbia. Like I wouldn't be able to go to work. I wouldn't be able to do this. You would. Uh, it's a whole. It, no, it's a whole different. This is list, a w- list of tasks. It's a dynamic I that. Think. It's a dynamic that we. This is the first dynamic that we have dealt with, like this. We've seen the other, and judged it, but we've. <laughs> but we've never experienced it. Now we can judge it. On a different level, <laughs> so we know what it's like when the one person is laid up and the other one not has. Everything to goes according to plan. No, no, it does not. It'd be nice if it did. <laughs> but I think this is probably a good place to wrap up. Yeah. So we wanted to just say thank you. Um, we're going to throw this podcast out. And like I said, we'll be doing some more podcasts. Crank, I'm cranking them out some more. He's got a lot of free time on his hands. Yep. And some, a lot of stuff to talk about. So it's Jeff and Steph here at Two Rock Ridge Farm. Middle of a snowstorm. It's actually really still. It generally mm, is oh really yeah, like yeah. snowing baby, out. Baby Kitty's watching the snow. Yeah. Out, right now. It, yeah. She's out back. Trying to catch the snowflakes in yeah. the window. She's fine. Yeah. No, thank you very much, and that'll be us. We're signing off from Two Rock Ridge Farm. Jeff and Steph, thank you very much. We'll see you next time. This is Anna from Two Rock Ridge. If you enjoyed this episode, why not follow us on all of our social media? Our link tree can be found in the description of this episode. That's it from us this time around. Happy farming, and thank you for listening.